Well, morning everybody, and welcome to Redeemer King this morning. My name's Carl Beach, um, one of the team uh, here at the church. My privilege to bring the word to you this morning, so greetings wherever you're tuning in from. We, we've got a free Sunday this morning. We normally we follow a, a bit of a teaching plan, um, but uh, I've got a, a free morning to speak on whatever I wanted to speak on. And um, I thought we would just look at a couple of things that maybe would be helpful as things start to hopefully, by God's grace, return to some semblance of normality. We're hoping, aren't we, on track for June the 21st when all restrictions will be lifted. Although obviously it feels all a bit precarious and people are getting their second jabs and some are getting their first jabs. We're hoping that that's where we go. And we've had to learn a lot over these last uh, year or more. Um, we've had to learn a lot about uh, making sure our own faith temperature is kept hot. We've learned a lot about um, community and how important it is to be in community, even though we've been on Zoom. Uh, how precious it feels when we are able to meet up, all of those things. But I wanted to talk about um, what it would mean for you personally to keep your eyes fixed on what's most important uh, as things change we 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 know uh, from research across the country that people have really struggled in their faith over the last 15 16 months we we know from church leaders who are speaking to all over the country that um, people are leaving churches people are uh, not sure where they're at this this is true all over the country But if we continue to put our faith, hope, life and trust in Christ and look to him rather than just how we feel, then that changes the game, actually. And I wanted to look at this little prayer uh, we see in scripture in 1 Chronicles. It's a prayer that many people have uh, used as almost a mantra, which I don't think is right, which I'll talk about in a bit um it's the prayer of jabez and actually jabez only appears in a couple of verses um 1 chronicles 4 uh, 9 to 10 uh, as the writer of the chronicles is tracing the the lineage of david actually so the implication is that he's in the line of david uh, he appears very very briefly and says this quite incredible prayer we 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 don't know much about him other than what his potential lineage is there are some mentions of him in other writings uh implying that he's up some kind of religious institution uh, where people were very worshipful and prophetic uh but that's that's from an old tradition outside of scripture so we, we don't we don't know a lot but what we do have is this and it, and it is a precious prayer so I'm going to read this and then I'm just going to talk briefly about it. 1 Chronicles 4 verse 9 to 10. Jabez was more honourable than his brothers and his mother named him Jabez saying, Because I bore him with pain. Now Jabez called on the God of Israel saying, 
Oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my border and that your hand might be with me and that you would keep me from harm that it may not pain me. And God granted him what he requested. Now, Christians over the years have clung on to this prayer. It's the kind of prayer where you walk into a prayer room and it's on a post with a fluffy cat and all that kind of stuff. And many people have used it as a daily prayer. Maybe some of you have used it as a daily prayer. It can become, as I said, like a mantra. I, I Now, one thing you have to guard against in the Christian walk, in your walk before Christ, is is adopting almost superstitious practices. If I say this, everything will work out right. If this prayer will deliver me from all evil, so I say it every day. And actually, it can stoke up fears and anxieties uh, when you start to live like that. Um, I don't think there are magic bullets in Scripture. <laughs> I don't. But I think we learn principles, and we can see here a beautiful heartfelt prayer that actually contains for us for you some very useful principles now what we need to understand here first of all is that <laughs> Jabez carried a label uh, when you're called names or things are spoken over you they can go extremely deep and Jabez was given the name uh, sorrow, or suffering, or pain. It, it must have weighed over him. And maybe, you know, maybe that's that's been your experience. Maybe you came through a difficult time at work where people made accusations against you, difficult meetings with people where people have said things about you, maybe at school. You, your teachers said things to you. It could happen. Um, and particularly if you were in school in the 70s. That sort of stuff, that sort of stuff happened. It's a bit different now. Uh, maybe your parents. Uh, maybe you were told you weren't wanted. Maybe in the heat of a moment, something awful was said to you. And and that can go deep. That, that can cut very deep. It, it can leave a residue on you and I suspect this probably happened for Jabez being known as the the man who caused his mother pain the man of pain who caused pain and this is what he says and we'll take this uh, through again now Jabez called on the God of Israel saying oh that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my border your hand might be with me that you would keep me from harm that it may not pain me and God granted him what he requested what you're seeing in this prayer is a cry to God of hope and a prayer for deliverance Jabez didn't want to carry the residue of what he was called by his mum he didn't want to be known as the bearer of pain or the cause of sorrow and that was the basis by which he called out to God. He wasn't asking when he said enlarge my border that he'd be massively wealthy. And, and prosperity gospel people have used this prayer. Oh God, enlarge my borders. Give me loads of stuff. I'd love a white Mercedes and a hot tub. All of this kind of thing. 
and your hand might be even spare me from harm and pain and they're completely missing the point they said you know god god will always heal me i'm never going to suffer all my life they're forgetting the backdrop to this this was a man probably a middle class guy born in the line of david but who was given this name this label and it's a prayer therefore of deliverance and it's a prayer with a right heart so i just want to talk through um what this is and what it should mean to us and, and then how we live our lives in response and and to try and emphasize what it's not it is not a mantra a prosperity prayer to make you super blessed and have the avoidance of pain all your life i don't, I don't believe that's what it is but what does it mean let me let me just talk this through oh that you have blessed me indeed and enlarge my border we are at redeemer king and all followers of christ kingdom people we are about the advance of god's kingdom we're about reaching out to a broken world i i've said this to everyone countless times i'd i emphasize this in most talks that i give you know most speakers have something that they keep repeating because it's the thing that god's doing in them uh, and the life message that they carry and and one of the things i do carry deeply and you'll know a, a big heart for hurting broken poor people a massive heart for mission telling people about christ but i also have an acute awareness that this life isn't it this isn't it and and you know all the pain and suffering and the hardships and hurts and the good stuff you know that happens the victories and the triumphs and the breakthroughs this isn't real life real life is yet to come and one day we'll breathe our last breath open our eyes and we'll be with christ and it will be like waking up from a dream it really will it will be amazing so when we're talking about enlarging our borders i don't think it's talking about in fact i'm pretty convinced it's not talking about oh god give me a bigger garden oh god give me a bit more of this good old land england give me a bigger house a double garage it's it's not talking about that not that any of those things are wrong of course but that shouldn't be our prayer i believe for us when we're saying god enlarge my border is saying help me extend the borders of the kingdom my places of influence where i can serve how i can be effective for you it, our lives are are not about physical material gain our lives are about building treasure in heaven people whose lives we affected for the kingdom the, the people we helped what is true religion says the bible it's helping widows and orphans it's it's walking humbly before god that's what pleases him and seeking justice Th these are the things that increase the borders of the kingdom and therefore your borders as we emerge out of all these lockdowns and god willing that will persist and as we head towards june the 21st I know one of the first things we'll be doing is partying. People will be going down Wetherspoons or Lombardies locally in Chesterfield, whatever it is. People will go around to each other's houses and meeting ups, and they'll be, you know, it'll be great. But actually, those things will fade and go, and they'll become normal again. But what won't become normal is the pursuit of God's kingdom. That's a precious and special thing. And as we emerge out, I believe a good prayer for us would be, oh God, how can you enlarge the borders of your kingdom?
bless me so that I could be a blessing. I believe that's what it means when he says, Oh God, that you would bless me indeed. It doesn't mean with loads of stuff. What is it to be blessed? And when Jesus spoke about blessing in the Beatitudes, it was it was about being whole and complete, satisfied in him. Blessed are you when. Blessed are you when you love your enemies. Blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for, for righteousness. You know the peace of God, his shalom, the wholeness and completeness of God when you do kingdom things, when you do things that please the Lord. Walking humbly before him, as I said just a moment ago. So when Jabez is saying, Oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my border, make it your prayer now. As we return to life as you once know it, what, what knew it, what, what is it, God, that you would have me do? How would you like me to live my life? Where is it I can extend the borders of your kingdom? Bless me with what I need so I can do those things. And the Lord will add to you all the other things. As it says, as Jesus said, seek first the kingdom of God and all these other things will be added to you. And you don't seek first the kingdom of God so you get loads of stuff. You seek first the kingdom of God because it's the right thing. I, I, I believe that's a good way for you to be thinking right now. Oh God, that you have blessed me and enlarge my border and that your hand might be with me and that you would keep me from harm that it may not pain me in fact in the King James Version this is the NASB version I'm reading from in the King James Version it says that I may not cause pain and I think that probably is the more accurate translation you would keep me from causing harm and I may not cause pain so a good prayer going forward I believe would be to say oh God as much as you are blessing me how can I be a blessing even if it costs me how, how can I not cause pain how can I be a person who brings joy and peace overlooking insults forgiving those who hurt you how can I be a blessing and a carrier of the peace of Christ that's a good prayer but there's this other thing going on too what Jabez is doing here he is praying deliverance from things that have clearly affected him he wants the reversal of the curse that he believes is spoken over his life. Your name means that you cause me pain. I I don't want to be a person who causes pain. It's being a, he's praying. That's what Jabez is saying. I break that off my life. The question is, what would be your Jabez prayer? As I said earlier, maybe there were things that were spoken over you things that were said things that have affected you 
maybe your Jabez prayer is to pray as we enter this new season that these things are broken off you and it's amazing how these little things can affect us and get their, their claws into us actually there have been many many times over the years as a leader but this happens to all people where you end up in meetings where things get said to you and, 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 you, and you carry the wounds of those things or you know, and you don't always feel it's right to reply because you don't want to hurt people. So you just sort of soak stuff up. And many times over the years, I've had to pray prayers. Oh God, you know, take this off me. You know, things keep coming back into your head and, and they hurt. None of us are immune from that. Not, none of us. And so maybe um, as we come to the end of this strange time, you are, you are, Perhaps best using your time before God to get yourself spiritually fit. Break the things off you that are hurting you. Ask God how you can be a blessing. Ask him how you can you know, extend the borders of the kingdom. And you might be surprised at what happens. You know, I, 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 we've moved out here to uh, Ingersoll and um, Karen and I nine months ago now, and and we've been in we've been in lockdown situations. There's, you know, we, we we're trying to pioneer edge ministries across the country and um, helping leaders do stuff in a very very challenging time. But we we want to reach people out here with various community projects. Um, and I'm not going to go into masses of detail on this, but but the prayer was, oh God, we need your help. Like we're in lockdown, we, you know. This this is a, this is this is a tough time to be building relationships. Anyway, I don't even know really how this came about. Other than that, I noticed on one of the social media forums a local councillor out here in Staveley, and. Um, I dropped them a line and and just said hey, it'd be great to meet up sometime and then of course we were locked down so we weren't able to um anyway long story short i pulled into my road in my truck and there was a, a lorry persistently parked on the pavement it kept blocking the road um it's like dumped there and so i kept having to mount the pavement on the other side and um in a joking way you know nearly knocked this guy over he sort of laughed and joked at each other because i had to get right on the pavement and we were bantering and um, this in my big truck. Anyway, I didn't realise this, but we recognised each other's photos on social media and it turned out to be that counsellor. And uh, we ended up having a chat on Zoom. And then we ended up having a chat with all the counsellors. And then I ended up having a chat by invitation to the health and wellbeing team. A big meeting where I was asked to address them. And then out of that... This is all during lockdown. Out of that, I got a phone call from a GP surgery. And out of that, I got a phone call from a school. And in the background, we were chatting to the uh, Methodist Church out in Staveley about how we could establish Edge's national headquarters, and blah, blah, blah. And suddenly, we found ourselves, even during lockdown, um, looking at working in partnership with local schools, potentially the GP surgeries, uh, having great mates on the council 
and um, looking to establish out the back of Staveley Methodist Church, there's about an acre of land there, a peace garden, a garden of prayer for the community. Uh, we'll be moving in there, I can tell you now, officially as ed headquarters, uh, along with Christian Vision for Men, in uh, September and, and opening up an edge centre with uh, all kinds of interventions and help and uh, and establishing hopefully a veterans project and, uh, and all kinds of all kinds of amazing stuff during lockdown <laughs> and a church 200 miles away somehow got whiff of what we were doing and uh, and offered to pay the rent for the first year for edge ministries on the um, on the Methodist church and obviously see we're moving into and paying a bit and uh, and some monthly giving to help us fund some of the projects out of the blue now Jabez called on the God of Israel saying oh that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my border and that your hand might be with me that you would keep me from causing harm and causing pain and God granted him what he requested. If you make the kingdom your focus, not enlarge your physical borders, the kingdom your focus, not just wanting to be blessed for yourself, and not, not try to avoid pain, but causing pain, then I think that the, the Lord is be pleased with you and you'll know his hand upon your life and he will bless you and he'll bless what you seek to lay your hand on. Oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my border that your hand might be with me that you would keep me from causing harm that I may not cause pain and may God grant you what you request. God bless you.